And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Gibran. <laughs> the Parlay Pounder. You got it. We're back. We're back. Back in a big way. Yeah. You know, we had two really good weeks in a row yeah. there. Got touched up last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to happen. It does. You know, uh, the old scurs just couldn't pull through for yeah. us on a couple of yeah, deals. Yeah, it was right? almost going to be a really, really good weekend for me yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, the yeah. Huskers just couldn't pull through. I mean, in, yeah. in Michigan State gave us every single chance they could right. for us to be in that yeah. game. So, um, yeah. yeah. Hopefully we can bounce back this week, but we'll 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 see. Yeah, we will see, and we will be there, and we yeah. will get into that. But first, we got to start with our full yeah. slate, yeah, 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 of NFL football, and we're going to take you all the way from Thursday night to Monday night. Yeah. So let's start with the game that I'm sure Amazon's <laughs> so excited they got yes. stuck with here. Yes. The Carolina Panthers. <laughs> nice looking jersey over there. Yep. For those watching on the YouTube channel. Uh, and I'm a Bears fan. Take it on the Chicago Bears, <laughs> who are a three and a half point favorite yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, And that total's uh, actually been bet up to 38 and a half here is where I'm looking at it currently. Yeah, for sure, Andy. I do think that Total was a little low when the line came out. Yeah, I, I they it only was. had the Bears as a point and a half favor coming into this game. Yeah. You know, when the line hit, which was I think a very, uh, you know, very wrong. Obviously, they got to be yeah. at least a touchdown better than the Carolina Panthers. Obviously, there's you know not a lot to talk about with this team or a lot of intrigue with the two teams combined for three wins. Andy, the good yeah. news is that. I think it should be a really competitive matchup. I think this okay. is two of the, you know, lower echelon of the NFC going at it. Yeah, and you know, somebody's got to win. And a couple, like you alluded to earlier, uh, a couple rookie quarterbacks. So it should be yeah. a fun matchup. Uh, not necessarily for anybody that's not a Carolina Panthers or a Bears fan, but I do believe this does the over, and I would have to side with the Bears at home, even though I'm a Panther. Faithful. Now I'm seeing a lot of threes uh, across the board here. Um, getting that three and a half, does that give you a, a yeah, moment of for, pause there? For sure. If you can get the three and a half by the Panthers, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad bet, but I do, I do believe that the Chicago Bears probably still win this by a uh, by a touchdown. I do. Yeah, and, and we have seen some good things from uh, Deontay Foreman, the yeah. running back, former Carolina Panther, former right? Former Carolina Panther. And when he can get 15 or more touches, he generally has a good game and can eclipse that 80-yard mark. And when they do that, yeah. they've won a couple of games. Yeah, for sure. When he Andy. has a performance like that, it's just that he doesn't always get those carries. I don't think Khalil Herbert is going to be back. They've mentioned that he might be questionable. He might yeah. be coming back. Um, but then I saw an article by Jeremy Fowler, one of those guys on ESPN. Yeah. Uh, and they strip said, well, can you trust anybody from Chicago on your fantasy team at running back? And the answer is no. The answer is no. Not at yeah, all. I've been able to plug Foreman in a couple weeks, and he's done all right for me. The the one player prop that I'm really excited about for this game, Andy, okay. it's a little revenge game. Not the Ooh. guy that you just talked about, but I'm talking my guy, DJ Moore, okay. for the Chicago Bears. His yeah. over-under on DraftKings for yardage right now is only at 53.5. I believe he is going to smoke this. Uh, not that he has any bad blood against Carolina, but he's going to want to show out yeah. in his new hometown, in his new home state, against sure. the team that traded him away. So, over 53 
half yard. I think this is really easy for him. If you want to get crazy with it, DJ Moore, anytime touchdown score is at a plus 160. That's pretty good value yeah. as well, I yeah. think. They're yeah. going to try and get him in the end zone for sure. I, I like that. That might Anytime touchdown DJ Moore, that might be my best bet as far as a player prop. Yeah. Then the over, the total is probably my other best bet no uh, on this game as a whole. Otherwise, I kind of want to stay away from it as well. I agree. Because this is going to be a two uh, bad teams slugging it out with rookie quarterbacks. <laughs> it is. No matter it is. Your guy was uh, number one pick overall. My guy was an unsigned free agent, but they're still both rookie quarterbacks in the NFL trying to figure it out. They are. They are. All right, should we move on to a Sunday game? Let's do it. Let's this do one, it. This one has a little bit more fun, a little more pop, yeah. a little more pizzazz. Two winning to teams. The, the, there you go. Two winning teams coming off two wins. Yeah. The New Orleans Saints, who <laughs> beat my Chicago Bears last week, yeah. are taking on the Minnesota Vikings up in Minneapolis. They are The Vikings are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. That total is sitting at 41. Yeah, it's crazy, Andy. This was actually flip-flopped when it came out. Uh, everybody was you know high on the Saints, but yeah. everybody's like, yeah. no, 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 no. Minnesota looks like they got something going at quarterback here. Yes. This the team is still very good all around. Yeah. The line flipped really quick to Minnesota's favor, and I believe with the home field advantage, I think they get this one done. I, I don't yeah. know how far Josh Dobbs can take this team, but I know <laughs> he can take him past the New Orleans Saints. I think everybody across the NFL uh, felt good for Dobbs. No doubt. Last week it was a pretty cool story in the high stakes and winning at the end. There, I think he threw that touchdown like twenty two seconds left. Exactly, it was right at the end. Uh, right he made the a end. whole bunch of big plays throughout the stretch to get. Get them yep. there, and then yeah, capped it off. And the way he was crediting head coach Kevin O'Connor yeah. catches a lot of heat up in Minneapolis, no doubt. Um, and a lot of people are praising him, saying that might have been the best coaching job in the NFL this season, pulling off that performance and that win uh, with that type of quarterback on short notice. Yeah, literally just won that game yeah. without their two best players in Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson, right. with a banged up T.J. Hawkinson and Cam Akers. Pretty go. good coaching there. Yep. So can they ride that? Uh, I think a lot of folks are saying they can against the New Orleans. Saints, who, you know, uh, a lot of things had to break right for him just to beat the Bears last week. Exactly. You know, that, the, their that was a good game. Their tight end quarterback slash running back wide receiver, Taysom Hill, yeah. had to literally decimate the Bears on every front. Yeah. Um, and that, that and that's what happened. The way that I look at this, Andy, is they are a very similar team to the Atlanta Falcons team that Minnesota yeah. just beat. And uh, with another week of practice, another week of drills and all that kind of stuff with the Minnesota Vikings, I think Dobbs is going to be that much more sharp. And yeah. I, I think they're going to beat the Saints team. I, I think home field is worth three points. No I, doubt. I think you can get that two and a half there. Two and a half uh, hook, it's good. There we go. There we go. Should we look at Sunday night? Let's do it. Oh, Sunday night on NBC. <laughs> that's a seven twenty kickoff. The Jets are heading out to Las Vegas to take on the four and five Raiders. Yeah. This is a really low total, <laughs> and it's been bet up. Yeah. To 36. Unbelievable. Yeah, one point favorite for the Raiders, correct? Yes. Yeah, and and that's totally just home field advantage. Yeah. Um, I remember two weeks ago, everybody was sitting there saying the Raiders are dead, Raiders are dead, Raiders are yeah. dead. Came in, got a, got a pretty good looking win, but it's against the worst team in the NFL, the New York football Giants. Yeah. Last week, their yeah. offensive line is just decimated, and if anything, the strong point on the yeah. Raiders is that defensive line with Max Crosby. I think the Jets is free money here, even though they 
they did look pretty terrible on Monday Night Football against the Chargers. I just do believe they got an overall better team across the board. Jets defense is no slouch, yeah. and I believe Zach Wilson, when primed to be, can can get some points on the board. So I got Jets on the road here. I think they get the win. You know, maybe it was a tough loss against the Chargers, but a lot of people are pumping the Chargers up like they might be the team for sure. You know, to beat out no of doubt. The, uh, out of the the West there. Um, and no matter how you slice or dice it, they're three of four. They've won three of the last four yeah. games straight up. Have the Jets, no doubt. And I don't, I don't know how much you can account for home field with Las Vegas. No, it's less than Dallas. You know, the Dallas Cowboys bring in a big crowd from uh, from the visitor section. Yeah, and I, it's more so for Vegas, and that's kind of geared that way. It, it really is geared that way. And just a couple of these numbers, Andy. New York Jets lost three fumbles, committed eight penalties, and just went three of seventeen against the Chargers the other night. I don't believe they're gonna consistently going to be that bad. Be that bad. Yeah. And, and I believe the Raiders can't. Can't get anything going on offense with one of the best players in the world, Devontae Adams, yeah. and still can't get it going. So I got the Jets. I think I think it's a locked up money here. Yeah. Uh, Adams seems like a pretty frustrated guy. For sure, out, out I would there, be too. Out there in the desert. Okay, should we uh, move on to Monday night? Let's round it out. ESPN Monday Night Football. A team on a winning streak yeah. that I don't know. Uh, a lot of folks had them pegged to be doing this at no this point in the season. No way. The Denver Broncos have won a couple games in a row, including their last win over the Kansas City Chiefs. They're heading up to Buffalo to take on... The Bills, who have a winning record, but I think a lot of folks out there is going to be sitting a little bit better than five and four. The Buffalo Bills are still a seven and a half point favorite, though. Broncos country. Broncos, let's ride. Let's ride. No, uh, you know, like you said, right when it looked like (laughs) the Broncos were left for dead, they put together wins over the Packers and the Chiefs, like you said, and the defense. Shined in those wins. Yeah, that's what it's all about. The Broncos also have an extra week to prepare for this game. you know, it's all yeah. the way on Monday night. It's going to be, you know, glowing, you know, bright lights and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen definitely doesn't back away from that. But Russ has always shown up for those primetime games. Uh, I just believe the Bills are underachievers. They and are. If I'm getting they over, are. And if I'm they getting are. over a touchdown with this Broncos team the way that they're playing right yeah. now, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I, I think you're making a lot of sense there. I, I like Denver catching that many points. You know, maybe I'm a little shaky if it gets under that 7.5. For sure. But over a touchdown, give me Denver all day. I know Denver's only 2-6 and six against the spread, you know, their, yeah. their last eight games. Buffalo's worse. They're 0-5. and 0-5 yeah. against the spread. That's at home. That's away. It doesn't matter. Buffalo is underachieving in a big way. A lot of people want to put them in the conversation with Kansas City. Um, with Cincinnati. With Cincinnati. Eagles. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. No. Nope. Uh, of Super Bowl you know, contenders. And they're not, not that. It's just they haven't mm. shown it yet. The running game is hit or miss, and the defense hasn't been good there at There is no running time. game. There's it, no running exactly. game. Exactly. Exactly. And the Bills are 17th in total defense and 18th in rush defense, so middle of the pack. I'm not laying big chalk on this by any means, no. but the, if give me the Broncos in a touchdown with that hook. And it, it's actually been bet down to that 7.5. It opened up at 8.5 or yeah, better. no doubt. Um, People are going to be jumping on the Broncos. What do you think about that total real quick? It's yeah. been bet up to 47. <laughs> I, I just don't know about it, um, especially if they can't get that running game going. I don't believe they're just going to be able to take shots and shots and shots with Kincaid and Diggs the entire time yep. and expect to beat the Broncos. So uh, I, I like the under, if anything, on this just because I do not still believe in the Broncos' chances to put out a light show even against this Bills team. So I would have to lean with the under here in the Broncos covering. 
I completely agree. The under is the play. If you had to, if you had to touch that, if you don't feel good about it, I totally understand. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. But but the under is there for all the reasons you just mentioned. You heard the horn. That means we're up against it. So let's take a quick minute here to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. I've been drinking the Cardinal IPA. What do you got going on? The pickle fight pickle all day, fight. every day. Best drinkable beer that tastes. Like, like a pickle. pickle. It's pretty good. It's pickle pretty punch good. to the throat. Pickle punch to the throat. It says it right there on the can. <laughs> All right. World class in every glass. The Nebraska Brewing Company. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host. And D class and joined by Jabron. Oh, the parlay pounder. <laughs> you got it. You got <laughs> it. And uh, are we going to be smashing a parlay right here, right now at the end of this one? No, I'm waiting. We're waiting. Everybody needs okay. to wait and listen to all four segments. Okay. And then you'll get the parlay. We're at the end of the, the hour. Money the big money. The bottom the of the hour. hour. The bottom of the hour is going to make it bottom dollar. <laughs> That's or something it. like that. That's so, it. Top dollar for top, bottom. Top top dollar. Okay, I like this. <laughs> top dollar bottom. We we cover it all. We uh, cover it all. All of it. So, uh now we're going to we're going to get into college football Let's here cuz Let's do it. There is a lot of fun yeah. ranked teams uh playing each other, squaring off in all the different leagues here, and we're going to start right here in the Big 10. With a couple of teams that only have one loss between us, between them. Yeah. At this point in the season, that's pretty impressive, regardless of your schedule and all that stuff the detractors like to throw at you. The number two in the land, Michigan Wolverines, are a four and a half point favorite going on the road to play Penn State. The Nittany Lions are only eight and one. They're ninth ranked in the nation. That's going to be a Fox Big Noon kickoff at eleven. Uh, let's see here. That total that total is at 45 is what I'm looking at. Yeah, Andy. Uh, this is definitely a game that everybody has circled on their yeah. calendar yep. all year long. Uh, you know, the, the haters against Michigan. Mm-hmm. Michigan themselves have this one circled on. How good are we? How good are, is the Big Ten? Yeah. This is the game everybody's looking at, yep. especially with the preview of Michigan versus Ohio State coming mm-hmm. later in the season. Mm-hmm. So uh, that being said, this this did open up a little tighter. It at was one. at one. It was basically a towards pick Michigan. Yep. Basically a pick 'em all the way out to four and a half. Now, Andy's where I'm seeing it. Like you said, yeah. When when I'm very uncertain about a game, when I'm just thinking it's going to be a great game, mm-hmm. I go with the home team. Yeah. Most of the time, and if they're getting mm-hmm. four and a half points, Andy, yep. that is the way that you have to bet this game. Okay. Unless you're a total Michigan homer and think that they're the the, the world beaters, the, uh. the best team in college football, I cannot lay four and a half points towards that team going into Beaver Stadium and trying to beat the number <sighs> 10 team in the nation. My informant did he get to see Penn State earlier this year? I don't know. <laughs> but I know he's not going to be on the sideline. He's not going to be on the side. Well, he's going to be in the stadium like he's been. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor Michigan just can't get away from this story. For sure. But I think this is going to add fuel to their fire. Yeah. And I think they're going to steamroll Penn State if they get a chance. And we've seen yeah. Penn State give up some points um, earlier this season in the past. And Michigan has straight up taken care of business of lesser opponents. And I think Penn State is. Unfortunately, I think that's where they're at. I thought they were better than what I've seen. Maybe that was one game slip up against elite competition, but yeah. you can't get much more elite than Michigan coming to town. No, you, you definitely can't, Andy. And, and like you just said, Michigan has won each of its last 21 games against yeah. conference opponents. That's pretty dang good. Michigan has also covered the spread in each of its last five 
road games. So mm-hmm. that is some good statistics towards yeah. the Wolverines. It's just it's just one of these games that I I don't know if I'm going right. to go either way. Yeah. But one thing I am going to bet on Andy Let's each of Michigan's last seven games against top ten AP ranked teams have gone. Over, over. We are going over, over in this game. That the best bet is the over. Give me the Michigan Penn State over. Hey, I explained a couple weeks ago and heard that sports radio on their yeah. morning show why you always bet the over with Penn State because James Franklin gets it. He loves it. He's going to give you those points. The points, even if it has to come at the end of a game in a sly way, he's going to get another one in there. Well, even it, it can happen a couple of ways, Andy. Yeah. Michigan can really put it on them and score forty themselves, yep. and, and you know Penn State's fourteen or whatever. Or this could be the shootout that everybody wants it to be, right. and just sky over that. So I really believe the over is the only play here uh, that that's that's kind of safe. All right, I, I, I love the over. I think the over is the best bet. Yeah, and then if you had to take it, you're you're leaning towards Penn State. I and am. I'm leaning towards Michigan. Obviously, you wish you would have got it earlier in the week when it was under three. Yeah, for sure, for Michigan. Three, for yes, sure. for Michigan. But now that you're off that key number and you're north of three, three and a half points, you're sitting square on four or four and a half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, every half point makes it tougher and tougher to bet Michigan. Yeah, but I think that I just think they're. I think this is like a statement game for these guys. Well, it definitely is, Andy. No matter which way it goes, but even yeah. if I was a Michigan better, I would maybe look at that money line just to get off mm, of that points. Yeah. If you're sitting there That's with a, a minus 170 or one uh, minus 190 money line, right. that would be a better play, I believe, than the four and a half laying yeah. the points there. So I... I I, I do like Michigan to maybe win this game, mm-hmm. but I just believe it's going to be yeah. late and it's going to be a shootout, I believe. Nobody would be surprised to see a really close, tight game here. For sure. Should we move out west? Let's do it! The Utah Utes yeah. are heading on up to Seattle to take on the Washington Huskies, where the Huskies find themselves uh, a nine and nine and a half point favorite here. That totals at 51. Utah's still hanging around there. I believe they only no got doubt. two losses on the season. Yeah, they're seven and two, and they're currently ranked thirteenth in the nation. So it's not going to be a pushover. It's uh, not. And and you know, hats off to Utah because uh, since the Urban Meyer days, I don't think anyone thought they never get put in that upper echelon. Like they you don't. Like to. They're always ranked, but they're and now we feel like they're underachieving and they've only lost two games. <laughs> right. it, it, so um, that's what I'm getting at. It, credit to them that they're sitting at seven and two and we're like, boy, they really you know wet the bed this season. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think a lot of folks would be surprised if they gave Washington all they could handle. Yeah, for sure, Andy. And I do believe what you're just saying there, I do believe the Huskies are getting a couple points here because of how well they played against USC last week. And that was a great game. It was. If you're looking for, you know, out West football, that is about the best you're going to get. You know, two Heisman Trophy <laughs> yeah. candidates going up against yeah. each other, 52-42. to 42, That yeah. is the way that they play football out there. And I believe that that's going to be a little bit of what we see, but I really believe if the Utes, if Utes can get, if you can get it at 10, I love the Utes. Nine and a half mm. is where that right where, is where that line is right now. I would maybe wait until a lot more people pour money on Washington to jump on the Utes. It's but coming. I, I do love the Utes in this one yeah. to keep it close for most of the game. So if it, I, I just believe that Utah has the better defense, probably the best defense that Washington has seen all year. Yeah. And the Huskies don't have a strong defensive unit. They just they just they don't. don't. They don't. They, they don't rely on Penix Jr. to score all the points, and he does. <laughs> yep, the Heisman front runner, and that, sure. that's one of the luxuries you have. And this line, it's been moving, man. It, For sure, it opened at three and a half. Now yep. it's already up to ten and a half. That makes me think that somebody's going to keep pouring money in on Washington. Yeah, and they'll get you that half point. So you can probably wait to get that ten. 
Uh, I just want to check in on the a guy you mentioned there, the Heisman frontrunner, the sure. Heisman hopeful, Mike Michael Penix Jr. already has over three thousand yards passing this season. <laughs> He's three thousand yards. I, He's cooking. If you've listened to the show, we've told yeah. you we even on our Heisman, you know, um, you know, futures bet. You this look this is the guy. This is the guy. Uh, he is completing 69.4% of his passes, yeah. and he throws a lot of passes. A lot, a lot, Un- a lot. Unbelievable. And, and if you look at his passing numbers against anybody in college football, if these mm-hmm. guys can just not, you know, l- even if they lose this game, I'm just saying if he just doesn't lay flat out right. and just lose from here on out, I think this guy has it locked up on stats alone. This yeah. guy beat the you know the ex Heisman Trophy winner, and yep. they're undefeated now. I don't believe that they're going to lose they this game. They got the signatures win. They, they got, got the signature wins. Oregon, Oregon and USC. USC. So he's 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 money right now. He sent last year's Heisman crying to his mom, and that was literal. <laughs> that's a literal, like that, literally. That is what happened. Literally, girlfriend. No, literally, that's yeah. what happened. <laughs> that is what happened. Uh, but but. Also, to get off that point as well, there there are huge implications in this game, Andy. Yeah. You know, coming out. So I, I'm expecting a tight, you know, kind of a yeah. back and forth here. And give me Utah with the points. Give me Utah with the points. It, it is a lot of points, and I, and I, I like the idea of them keeping it close. For they, sure, they're a better team uh, than what they looked like in those two losses. No doubt, and they have seven wins. No doubt. Hey, let's move on over to another couple of teams that are sitting at seven and two. Yeah, that being the number fourteen ranked. Tennessee Volunteers heading on over to Missouri. The Missouri Tigers are also 7-2, and they're ranked 16th in the nation. They are home dogs. They're home dogs. I just saw some late line movement here all the way to square two. Yeah. I've just looked at a two. Yeah. I j- are, are the Vols this big of frauds? Are, is Tennessee this big of frauds? Like, they have been. <laughs> they I, have been. I just I don't see why Missouri I don't see why Missouri's not favored here. I, I do believe that. Tennessee's going to win this game, but Missouri should be favored at home. I guess that's kind of back-talking my own right. play here. I just <laughs> yeah. wish I got a better play on it. I yeah. wish I was getting some points with Tennessee. Yeah, I, I get why the Vols are getting the respect here, but you can't trust their quarterback. You cannot trust Joe Milton the third at quarterback because he's just been... Hey, man, Tennessee covers. Five of the last six they have covered. Yeah, They have covered the spread. But the same can be said for Missouri. I just looked at they've covered six of their last seven. Yeah. So that's why you're looking at that uh, just a slim two point margin. Uh, when I was taking notes here for this, it was one and a half. Yeah. No. So it, it, that's what it is, Andy. Yeah. And but what my point was that Joe Milton, the quarterback for Tennessee, he, he can throw it a heck of a long. Uh, he can. He has the strength, and he has you know the distance on yeah, his yeah. throws. But he's wildly inaccurate. I trust Brady Cook a lot more with his group of weapons. Yeah. Uh, I think in the end. Missouri might get this done at home. I think yeah. it's going to be kind of a signature win for the Tigers if, okay. they, if they could have that in this realm of football that they're hey, playing. Missouri's probably had a lot more success in the SEC than people thought they were going for to sure. have. You no know, they, they played in a championship game. Of course, they dropped that game, but at least they were there. Brady Cook, to your point, has already eclipsed 2,400 yards yeah. passing. I like their offense as a whole. You got Cody Schrader, the running back, with nearly 1,000 yards rushing already, and Luther, Luther. Burton, the third. Luther, he's also right there, just shy of 1,000 yards yep. receiving. So that's a balanced offense that has primetime players at all three levels. Quarterback, running back, receiver. And I just don't like the the Vols on the road this they, season. They've the, let you down one too many times. They have. They have. <laughs> go, go Tigers. Go Tigers. You won't hear me say that a lot. <laughs> for, for, for good reason. Though. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you like, what do you think of that total? Yeah, I think it's right there, Andy. I do believe that 
I, these these teams probably are going to put up some points. You, like we said, with a big arm, yep. with Joe Milton, he is going to take some shots. And like you said, with those really, really good offensive pieces, with quarterback, running back, wide receiver, Fort Missouri, yep. they are going to score some points. So with it being at 58.5-58 right now, yeah. I do believe it probably hits the over. Hits the I really over. do. It's going to it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a really good game. Boy, that really shows you. I mean, all the the Big 10 teams that we talk about, it's at 36. Ooh, a 41. <laughs> uh, and then we go to SEC 58 and a half. It's what it is. Hit and, the over. And we're thinking it's going to hit. I think it's going to hit. All right, you heard the horn. That means we're up against it, but let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Stock and Rod Company, an outdoor lifestyle brand for those seeking adventure, whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, they got you covered. Visit Stock Enrod.com to get your wild game on. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I am your host, Andy Klassen, joined by Jabron. The Parley You got it. You got it. Mm, and we are getting back into your yeah, wheelhouse I'm here. I'm jacked up. That is the UFC. Yeah, that's why I had to do a little Bruce Buffer for sure. invitation there. You know, no one can be the Bruce. It's time. He's the big know. dog. But it's time. <laughs> You're exactly right. This is UFC 295 at yeah. Madison Square Garden, New York, back at the Garden. Uh, main card. Uh, starts at nine o'clock. That pay per view nine p.m. Yeah, and it's it's Saturday. It's Veterans Day. Yeah. The UFC does it right. So many cool things going on for sure. Yeah, the Huskers have already won. You're you you're at home. Yep. You wanted you know something to watch that's not college football. Yep. UFC two ninety five at Madison Square Garden is the place to be. First fight that we want to get into, Andy. We're going right up to the top three fights of this Let's one because it, it's loaded at the top. We got you two. Are we talking. got yeah. We got two title fights, and then we got this this. Uh, strawweight women's fight, which is going to be one of the best that you're going to see here. Mackenzie Dern versus Jessica Andrej. And uh, Mackenzie Dern's a huge favorite here at minus 220. Yeah, and she should be because Andrej, she's coming off a few losses. Yeah. I think she's showing her age. Uh, The Brazilian... um, uh, she weighs more, but that's been the story in a lot of her fights at strawweight. She's at 132, and she's uh, taking on Dern, the yeah. American Mackenzie, who's you know weighs in at a 115. Both made weight. Um, I just you guys are on a, a reach. I just don't have any faith in the the older Brazilian here, yeah. uh, in Jessica. No, that's just the way it is, Andy. You you spilled it out perfect there. Jessica, who's on a three fight losing streak, has lost by stoppage in every single yeah. one of them. Hasn't she looked hasn't good. looked like her normal self, like you said. Now she is back down to straw weight, where Dern will have a big advantage on the ground. Although mm-hmm. Dern doesn't have you know the best takedowns, she is still able to push Andre towards the fence and work her down to the ground that way. Once Dern gets her on the ground, yeah. it's money in the bank. So if, if you want to look at a kind of a play here that I'm looking at, Andy, it's Mackenzie Dern to win by submission. Hmm. Is at a plus 120 at most books right now. Does that include stoppage, win yeah. by submission? By submission. A- any yeah. kind of stoppage? No, it has to be, a, she has to tap. She has to tap. 
Hmm, and it doesn't it doesn't give you a moment of pause there, knowing that Dern might not be the best grappler out there? I just know that once she gets her down to the ground, she is then one of the over. best. She is one of the best okay. at it. Once she gets down on the ground, uh, yeah, I just don't see the value of putting Mackenzie Dern at minus 220 just yeah. because I believe she's going to win, mm-hmm. but uh, there's just not a lot of value at minus 220. There really isn't, and I have zero, zero faith in, in the Brazilian here after watching the last couple of bouts right. with, with her. I, I just I don't even know what you'd be looking at or yeah. looking for. One, one of the best women fighter of all time, but like yeah. you said, age catches up to everybody, and uh, this past champion, it's probably time to you know take her out to take yeah. her out to ranch, and this might be the fight that does it. Bet the American, minus 205, yep. Dern going all the way. Mackenzie, don't Love let it. us down. On Veterans Day, she's gotta she's got to defend to. home turf. She's gonna. She's gonna. the garden. Alright, let's move on up this card here. Mm-hmm. These are a couple heavyweights, and this is for the belt. This After is for a couple the... shuffling at the top here, yep. a couple guys deserving guys. And every time we talk about Sergey Pavlovich Love him. and Tom Aspinall, the number four contender yep. in the world, the Englishman, these guys pummel people. They take care of business. I think <laughs> yes, every single time do. we talk about these guys, they've come out winners. Even when Sergey was an underdog, it, yep. it just doesn't matter. And Sergey, by the way, is the number two contender in the world. Both are at a minus money right now. Aspinall, <laughs> a slight favorite at minus 118. Yeah, nobody knows where to go with this one, Andy, and it's correct because like you said, these guys are both coming in yeah, Sergi was the backup fighter for John Jones versus Stipe. Obviously, neither one of them wanted to fight one of these guys, <laughs> you know. Uh, so yeah, here we are they with Aspinall versus Sergi. Yeah. Um, and you know, this is a very good fight, Andy. I love it. Yeah, um, it's a striking duel, Andy. That's just what it is across the board. Which it's almost certainly going to win the within within knockout the first two rounds. It's going to be a knockout. knockout. Yeah. Uh, and that's how the, the that's how these betting lines are laid out right no now, doubt. right? Yes. Uh, what is it? One and a half over? Yeah, over under one and a half is that big minus money right here with Yikes. the under. It's a five round fight, but yeah, these guys are not looking for that. That's not how they fight. Um, I I like Sergi. I've I've been on him like you said for yeah. a while now, wanting him to get a shot. Yep. And it's it's not it's this isn't John Jones. This is Tom Aspinall. I'm a huge. Huge, huge, huge fan of Tom yeah, Aspinall. Yeah. Obviously, we've talked about him on the show, but Sergi's had a full camp. He's been been, been preparing mm-hmm. for the role of the backup for Jones versus Stipe. Yep. Secondly, he's at least just as good a striker as Aspinall, but he's uh, he has a much longer reach than the Englishman. Pavlovich arms are six inches longer than those of Aspinall. Uh, so he should be able to prevent him from unleashing that full power. So I love Sergi. I think he's going to knock him out probably in round one. Probably a round one knockout. And that six-inch reach is crazy because he's two inches shorter yeah. than Aspinall. Aspinall looks like a an NFL he really does. rush end. I mean, he looks like a machine. Just yeah. cut. Sergi, kind of a different shape to him, the Russian. But, man, can he pummel you. He's a striker. He's a striker. Both guys striker. This is going to be one of the funnest fights. Uh, but make sure you're there for the start of the round because because it could be over quickly. <laughs> Don't get caught at the refrigerator. Do not get caught at the refrigerator. Uh, and these guys, these two guys between them, yeah. only have four losses. Sergi's sitting at 18-1. and one. Aspinall, Tom Aspinall, 13-3 and three overall in the UFC. Yeah, Pr- exactly. Pretty impressive in, stuff. In all of their wins, all knockouts. And, and big names, too, for the latter half of who they've been going against. <laughs> for sure. It's, um, it's a lot of fun. I can't, has, I can't wait to watch this fight. All right. Should we move out to the title? Let's the title do fight, it. the Let's do a title fight again. We're going to check in with a Chinchia Proseca. Yeah. He is a plus 102 underdog to Alex Pereira, who's the number three contender in the world. The Brazilian's got so much. Uh, I mean, he just came from the kickboxing world, right? Yeah. 
Uh, and he just kind of took the UFC by storm. Of course, he had that win over your guy, Izzy. Yeah. Uh, but then Izzy got him back. He got him back. Uh, and shot the arrows at him and everything <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it just kind of feels like Pereira's not going anywhere. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like that, Andy, but I'm going to tell you why you're dead wrong. Oh, here Yuri we go. is coming for this title, his title. He's getting it back. Alex Pereira is doing a very bad thing here and coming up. Too, too fast. Light heavyweight to fight this guy. Mm. Yuri Prohaska had the belt before. Uh, he took it away from Glover Teixeira. Uh, then he got hurt, so he had to give it up. All that kind of stuff. So I believe Alex Pereira is kind of out of his element here because this. He, I think he thinks that he's going to be a lot more, you know, agile and uh-huh. faster than this guy. Right. But this guy is a heavyweight. Uh, Light heavyweight. A light heavyweight. Yeah. And Alex Pereira has, you know, they say he's a light heavyweight, but he had the advantage when he went down to fight people like Izzy and stuff like that. Right. He, he could shed those pounds and still be as big as he was. This guy is just as big as him and has fought people just as big as him. Yuri, if you just go down the line, Andy, I'm just looking at his he past has an fights. an un- unbelievable record. 29-3-1. That's a lot of fights. And, he's, and he got a title shot within his first three fights of the UFC. Yikes. They do not do that with people, Andy, unless they see promise in this. They Yeah, so he beat Vulcan, he beat Dominic Reyes, and then he beat Glover for the light heavyweight title. Mm. I just believe you can get this guy at plus money right now. Do it. I just I just love this guy across the board. And there's still not a lot of tape on Alex. No, there's not. I mean, he just hasn't... Eight and two's his record. Yeah. I, 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 I and know. he's bouncing around between classes. That yeah. doesn't work out for vi- very many guys in the UFC. No, it, it really doesn't. No. And, and they both, both fighters, if I can go technical a little bit, Andy, uh, have similar fighting styles because they have a solid striking background mm-hmm. and, you know, and a kickboxing background as well. The, the elite striking by both men was a key to their success in the octagon so far. But mm-hmm. uh, Yuri's a little bit more, you know— Polished? I wouldn't say polished, but a little more funky, and he get, he gets really mm. good angles and stuff. Pereira, on the other hand, is a much more calculated, sophisticated striker. He patiently waits, yeah. but he, he he kind of he kind of gets himself at, at a counter is yeah. how he likes to do it. But we saw that backfire That's against some jujitsu there, you yeah, know, doing exactly. the counter thing. He, yeah, I mean, he also packs a thunderous right hand punch. Uh, any one of these guys can win on one punch, but I really just believe Yuri wins this by TKO. Uh, I, I got him putting down Alex, and Alex might be retiring after this. One other thing that I have to say, <laughs> no Andy, way. Yuri Prosca, 31 years of age. Yeah. Alex Pereira, 36 years of age. This is another one. I think this guy might be living out his dream yeah. in one of his last title fights ever, just because this guy's getting old. Yeah, and he's jumping around weight classes, trying to get title fights. Right, Yuri's going to put him out, and this might be the last we see of Alex in a title fight, anyway. Because yeah, he's he's had a lot of opportunities really early in his career. He's been around; he just hasn't been around the UFC very for long. sure. And Yuri, like you have mentioned, and went through that list of fights, his overall record. He's been around the block. He's been there. Yeah, and it looks like he's ready to take that belt back. I really do believe he needs his belt back. What better way to do it? The mecca of all meccas at Madison Square Garden. Yep. Uh, fighting a very good fighter in Alex Pereira. This is going to be a fun one too. All righty, so we're we're going we're going with Yuri. 
Yeah, we're going with Yuri, Andy. And if you want to, you know, sprinkle a little bit of this on a parlay, I got three plus money bets to sprinkle well, on with you. We got Mackenzie Dern by submission at plus 120. Sergey Pavlovich to win by TKO, plus 120 as well. Hmm. Yuri Prohaska to win by TKO at a plus 180. You put them all three together, Andy. It's a plus 12.55 bet if you put 20 bucks on that, Andy. Just 20. Okay, yeah. You're getting two seventy one in return. You can't beat that value. Hey, it's a fun. It's yeah. a fun way to spend twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. It's Saturday night. It's Veterans Woo! Day. You know, take a minute to remember and, and all those good things. Yeah. Um, and then uh, sprinkle a little on a parlay here and cash it in, right? Ex- exactly. Or you just pick one of those plus money bets and put a whole <laughs> bunch on it. I'll all probably right. do both. So <laughs> nice, like it. UFC two ninety five. You can yeah. bet we're getting that pay per view. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Well, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. We have been drinking the, well, I have been, their pumpkin ale wick for brains. I bought the last six-pack from my local grocery store, yeah. crafted with real pumpkin pumpkins, given a rich amber ale seasonal flavor, not found in other pumpkin ales. What do you got? I'm getting back on the Taco Vesa train, Andy. Uh, they yes. have been back at my local high V. There we go. It's one of the best easy-drinking beers on the market. It's very good, yep. very easy drinking beer from Nebraska Brewing Company. It's like a Takati, but a little smoother, I would say. A little say. smoother, little for sure. A little smoother. There we go. Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and join by Jabron. <laughs> the Parlay Pounder. Heck yeah, you made it. You're on the mm. segment. You're on the right segment for go. this parlay, for little, sure. Little football parlay. Yeah. Sort of UFC parlay. And <laughs> we are getting back into college football because there are so many ranked. Great games. Uh, yeah, it's really getting into that fun part of the schedule, right? Where <laughs> it really you, is. You're getting 7 and 2, 8 and 1 versus 9 and 0. And that's exactly what we're looking at right here. Yeah. Top 10 ranked. Woo! Old Miss. The Rebels are 8-1, and one, and they're heading on over to Athens, Georgia yeah. to take on the 9-0 and o Bulldogs. And this is unreal. I get it. Georgia's, you know, 9-0, and o, and they've won 26 games in a row. But yeah. to be a 10.5-point favorite over a top-10 team within your conference, I mean, that's some scary stuff. It, it really is, Andy. Um, and is that all it is? I thought it was 19.5, Andy. Um, it opened at 19 and a half. It opened at 19 and a half, You're and current? it's already got bet down Bet that down to far. 10 and a half. Um, okay, I'm not as scared of it now, Andy, um, because I, I looked at that earlier in the week, Andy, and I was in there 19 and a half points. Are you Get kidding me? Get out of here. Yeah. Um, and, and I was— You and thought to, like everybody else. And, and to tell you the truth, I was still slightly— on the Georgia side, <laughs> oh, uh, man. The, the, I mean, the the Bulldogs really did take a while to get going against Missouri. Yeah, you know, last Saturday, but sure. you know, ultimately finished with eight hundred and uh, three hundred eighty-five yards, two hundred fifty-four of those passing, twenty-one first downs, it's and zero turnovers. Yeah. Andy, when you're yeah. Team that has zero turnovers and have the defense that Georgia does—that is absolutely crazy. That that makes uh, 24 or more points in every game for Georgia this year, and 30 or more points in each of its last 
four outings. This Jeez. offense is rolling. Yeah. As for Ole Miss, though, you can't you can't blink at them. Like you just said, they only have mm-hmm. one loss on the year. They managed 518 yards last week against Texas A&M, yep. but also committed eight penalties and had a sketchy 4 of 11 success rate on third down. Obviously, I do not believe that they're going to be able to do this against Georgia. Yeah. Obviously, you're getting that hook at the 10.5, mm-hmm. but I do believe Georgia wins this by multiple scores, and I mean multiple <laughs> Touchdowns. So you feel pretty good about taking Georgia here, regardless. No doubt. I mean, you you'd. I love it. I mean, if you're looking at nineteen and a half, you're not even blinking at ten not and a blinking, half. Not blinking. Not blinking. I I love yeah. them by two touchdowns for sure. Probably push it to twenty one points if Georgia really wants to stomp on them. Yeah. So obviously the the spread got bet down uh, about nine points. Yeah. Um, but that over under the total got bet down as well to fifty eight. Yeah. It was probably a little outrageous over 60, um, Mm -hmm. but not with the way that Georgia's offense has been playing. And like I just said, Ole Miss had 500 yards last week, so there there are points out there. It's it's just I'm kind of scared of it. If Georgia's defense is on point, the Bulldogs should be able to hold this Ole Miss team in check. It's a it's a fun game regardless. I just am sidestepping that over under. I would go under if I had to do it, but. It yeah. kind of contradicts my other bet, so I'm not going to. A couple of these score predictors and models that I'm looking at uh, yeah. have that have Georgia scoring 43 and Ole Miss scoring 27, 70. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's probably the way it's going to be. Yeah, they're saying they're going to cruise there, and obviously uh, that's good to cover the ten and a half. Yeah, as no well. doubt about it. Uh, it's just it's crazy to say, but I, I'm going Bulldogs yeah, too. Where, um, yeah, all of Georgia. It's it's yeah. it's crazy that they're nine in the nation and getting that many points. It's terrible, but Georgia, I think, is just that much better than this team. Yeah, that's that's just the way it is. All right, should we head on out west? Another double digit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. USC Trojans. They have fallen on their swords here, fallen on hard times, and now they got to head out to Eugene, Oregon, to take on the high-flying Ducks, who have recouped after the loss to Washington, which doesn't look like that bad of a loss. Definitely looks good. Uh, They are sitting at 8-1, and and they are over a two-touchdown favorite over the Trojans. Trojans fell out of the rankings, too. The unranked Trojans are a 14.5-point underdog on the road to the Oregon Ducks. Yeah, Andy, it just looks like USC falling apart. You know, they were the team to beat in the Pac-12, Heisman Trophy winner, to losing three of their last four games, and Williams crying the stands like you alluded to in yeah, last segment. Poor guy. Uh, USC is 123rd in total defense, uh, 124th in scoring defense. They're without a defensive coordinator because he got fired. Exactly. Not great going against Oregon. <laughs> the best scoring offense in the country. Yeah. With all that said, Andy, we're getting two full touchdowns. Yes. USC still has the elite quarterback. They do. You saw how much this guy cares about football. He does not want to lose. And two of their three losses were decided by 10 or fewer points. Okay. This line suggests that USC is a middle-of-the-road Pac-12 team, and I'm just not there yet. Even with a bad defense, give me those points. The Trojans cover here. I don't believe they win, but they give Oregon a scare, and they cover. This line opened up at 4.5. And it went the other way. It got back yep. all the way up. A 10-point no uh, swing from the opening line on Monday or Sunday yep. all the way up to 14 and a half. Your crazy movement. And you, I, I'm just shocked when I see that type of movement For on some sure. of these games. For sure. It's crazy. Because you should already... 
Yeah, anyway, you should already I, have your money on it, right? If right. you're an Oregon guy, and I'm thinking odds makers got to know what people are thinking a little bit better than within ten and a half, twelve points. <laughs> but I guess not. Not in two of these three games that we just no. talked about. <laughs> no, the, the, so the books are sharpening up. But it, has it been too late? Has too much money been put in uh, on Oregon early? It probably is, Andy. But I just believe that yeah, it, this is a stride to get some of that money back on okay. USC. I do believe that they can cover within two touchdowns. Like we said, it's still Caleb Williams. Yeah. He's still number still one. Kale, yeah. He's still number yeah. one pick off the board no matter what. Yeah. I mean, I've been picking on the guy, but he is still an elite quarterback. Of course he is. He's the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. He's the man. I mean, we've been talking about totals in the 60, 65. Yeah. How about 73 and a half? That's what, this, <laughs> that's what we're looking at here. It 73 crazy, and a half. Andy. Bo Nix wants to duel and show out against the reigning Heisman. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And this is, a, I forgot to mention, this game's going to be on Fox. 9.30 Central Standard Jeez. Time kickoff. Kickoff at 9.30 p.m. Yeah, the only people that kick off after them is Air Force and Hawaii. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's pretty crazy, Andy. Uh, you, when you're talking about that many points, can they get there? The answer is yes, they can. Yeah. These two teams, yeah. if any two teams can do it, it's... Well, I'd throw Washington in there as well, but those three teams in the Pac-12, they can put up these kinds of points, and it probably is going to happen, especially if USC has a chance to win this game. I can't believe I'm laying these points, but I'm going to do it. Oregon has been covering and covering a lot. They are 7-1 in their last eight games against the spread. USC, on the other hand, they're 0-7 against the spread. The Trojans don't cover. They haven't covered much this year, and they're they're just not heading the right direction. I like the Ducks. You you like the Trojans, right? I'm on Trojans, covering those those two touchdowns, uh, they've been favored in most of those games that you're talking about, Andy, obviously. Um, but no, you you can't you can't discredit anything Oregon's done this year. Yeah. They're just one of the best college football teams in the nation. That's it. Well, let's get to one of the most talked about games of the weekend here. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we're talking about the Maryland Terrapins yes. coming to Lincoln, Nebraska to take on our Cornhuskers. Both teams are sitting at 5-4. and four. And if if you're being honest with yourself and you're being on, and I'm talking about Maryland fans and Nebraska yep. fans, if the preseason you would have said, hey, you're sitting at 5-4 and four at this point, I think everybody would have took it. Yeah, no doubt, Andy. Obviously, Maryland took a lot different way of getting there than Nebraska did, yeah. starting out 5-0. So and, yeah. yeah. and then dropping the last four games. Obviously, we've been up and down all all season long, uh-huh. getting to this 5-4 and four point. Should have that sixth win already in the bank. This is our other best shot. Obviously, I said that on the podcast last week. Ah. Michigan State was our best chance to get to six wins. Stupid because, rip. yeah, because <laughs> this Maryland offense is nothing to joke around about. This no, Maryland Tagovailoa. He is a very good Big Ten quarterback. He. He, I'm not going to say he's the best quarterback we've played already because we've already played J.J. McCarthy yeah. and uh, you know a couple other guys in the Big Ten. But uh, I, I think I have to lean towards the Huskers. The two-point home dog if is If we're, we're getting at. points, yeah. I'm going with the Huskers. Catching the two. I, I would feel very much better if it was still at three. Mm-hmm. But I, I no matter what, I, I like the Huskers in this matchup. Uh I'm kind of surprised that there's not more of a – and maybe they are factoring that in there, but I'm, I'm just not seeing it. This, to me, is more of a toss-up game. All the metrics oh, that I'm no looking doubt. at, this is screaming toss-up, so I would not be surprised if this gets bet down to a pick em. Yeah. Um, so if you are on Nebraska in any way, shape, or form, you got to take these two points, yeah. You know, pinch your nose, whatever, and take them. They're a home, home dog. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do the points, or you could just do the plus money, uh, money line bet is sure. where much, much, a lot of people will do. As for Maryland, they posted negative 
49 rushing yards against Penn State, along with just 15 first downs, four turnovers, and four for 12 on third down. You have to think that our... At yeah. least our defense is something measurable to that Nittany Lions defense. Yeah. I, our defense has been playing lights out. They gave us chances to win almost every week in yep. and out. So I do believe that we're going to have a chance to win this game at the end. It just can our can our running back slash our quarterback <laughs> get into the end zone? Can we hold on to the ball yeah, and get it. into the end zone? That's I, it. I believe we win this with 17 points. Can we get there? Can we get there? Over, under at 45 real quick. Under. 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 Yeah, I think the under. under. Yep. I, I, if I this like gets to 45, Nebraska probably doesn't win. And this opened up. This line opened up uh, Maryland uh, minus three. It, so it has been bet down no to doubt. that minus two uh, for Maryland being the, the road favorite here at Hendling. And that doesn't even sound right. It, it just really doesn't. We have family out in Maryland. They're, They're coming in yep. for the game. It's a little more juiced up for us, obviously, <laughs> Andy. Uh-huh. We, we got the enemy coming into town. Uh, I'm yeah. looking at you, Charlie. I'm looking at you, Louie. Terrapins. Uh, yeah, Terrapins coming into town, but no, this is going to be a really close matchup, a really fun game to yeah. watch, Andy, especially if you're a fan of either of these two teams. All righty, Mr. Parlay yeah. Pounder, you got a parlay play here, don't I you? I do. I got three games scoped out that Let's I think are going to hit, Andy. I got Kansas at home against Texas Tech. Texas Tech is just 4-5. and five. Kansas is ranked 16 in the nation at 7-2. and two. Yep. They're, it's, they're only a 2.5-point favorite. I believe that is a lock. I got the San Francisco 49ers going on the road to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are a three-point favorite. I believe they take care of the Jaguars, destroy them. McCaffrey, big day, I believe. Debo's back. back. Brock's going to be rolling. I love that one. Only a three-point favorite. And then I got the Buffalo Bills. We talked about it in the first segment. I got them winning by just the line at six and a half. Under that touchdown mark against the Denver Broncos, I believe they do. I do believe they win by a touchdown. Okay, so all they got to do is win by seven to get you there. Yep, and we're putting 25 bucks on this to win 113. There, there you go. That's a pretty good return on three little bets there that should cash for you. They should cash, right? Andy. I believe these all have a really good chance. Uh, just hoping those bills on Monday night can... Uh, Stand tall. So you're going to have to wait all the way to Monday night and sweat it the whole time. Sweat it the whole time. Love it. (laughs) Well, that'll about do it for us this week, folks. Be sure to follow us on ESPN Tri-City Radio and their Facebook page. And also on Twitter. we got some fun games coming up. We're working with Herdat Sports right now. Uh, They're on ESPN Tri-City Radios with their morning show. Uh, They're also helping us out here on Thursdays on Tri-Cities as well. If you haven't already, please give us a look on YouTube and subscribe to that we have over 2,000 subs we love each and every one of you and the feedback interactions we get with you guys and oh by the way we got some fun games coming up oh yes we do not only on youtube but on our twitter handle as well so tune in uh anybody everybody can be a winner all they're gonna have to do is leave a comment yeah for sure make sure you follow make sure you comment all that kind of stuff because we got some games coming your way some prizes that you guys are going to be able to win so make sure that you're following and subscribing on all our socials just search for WTL Sports Betting Show, and we're everywhere. We're there. For Jabron, the Parlay Pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thank you for listening. This has been WTL.